Alright, hello everyone and welcome. Today I got Licorice Banashi with me. How's it going? Posting about Baller, Core, Twig VTuber, Pudis. Hey, how's it going? Welcome everyone. Hello. Oh my god, my voice immediately. <laughs> Just the first time. I was, I was so nervous, so I was clearing my voice. Fuck. Hello everyone. <laughs> Uh, oh, and Legendary Husquin, hello, hello, I got new people here, wonderful, love to see ya. Working on your computer while watching, this is a perfect, perfect stream to just chill out, work on something while you listen to us banter on about everything and nothing at all. Exactly. Excellent. Speaking of which, uh, let's hop right into it. I wanted to uh, sort of figure out... How did you get started with VTubing? How did that begin? Mm. Are we going to go back to the way beginnings of lockdown? Or are we going to start when I actually started VTubing? Both? Both is good. Both? Okay. I found VTubers during lockdown in like 2020-ish. And at mm. that time, I was in college, but I was like, I want to be a content creator so bad. This like the whole time. But I never had like the opportunity, the funds, the privacy to start. So as soon as I graduated, I was like, fuck it. I'm going to buy a new PC. I'm going to buy a mic. I'm going to buy all these things. And then I started on TikTok doing um, little yokai shorts. And it got zero views for <laughs> about three months. <laughs> and, you know, well deserved for the zero views because I had the wrong OBS settings for literally everything. So it was grainy. The, the mic was horrible and all those just just rookie mistakes. And then oh, eventually yeah. I was like, okay, new year, new me, 2023, we're gonna we're gonna do this right. Um, and then I really started cracking down, doing all those like tutorials, spending all my nights just like, I gotta do this, I gotta do this, I gotta make this, I gotta buy this. And then I somehow managed to make a video that took off that I never expected would take off. And now here I am. Woo. Nice. <laughs> That's a lot faster than I than I took. I think I've been uh, off and on at making videos since I was. Oh gosh, it's been almost fifteen years. Just making videos here and there. What? Yeah. Now and again. Wait. My my first video start? I made that I uploaded to video to YouTube. It wasn't was an AMV. It was a Code Geass AMV. <laughs> Uh, with Bully by Shinedown. <laughs> nice. Yeah. Did that get you a lot of views? It got me, I think, 13 whole views. Oh, nice, nice. Hence Great why I did not continue. <laughs> well, yeah, I, I've definitely had some intermittent uh, content creation in the in the intervening years. Yeah. Did you go like full flesh tuber like in real? in real life face and all that oh yeah 2020 i did that yeah i uh i had a flesh tuber arc i played dark souls during lockdown uh before the casino pulled me back in and was like hey we need you back you gotta get back to work wait can we find those videos are they still around uh they exist but they are they are not visible at the moment they were visible no. for a little bit 
<laughs> I want to find them. I, I can show them. you afterwards if we if you want, but I will not okay. be displaying them live on stream. <laughs> I work for a large enough company now that I would like to keep that private. Oh yeah, yeah, it's your face. Okay. Well, now I know, and now they know. Yeah. I can relate. I started Wait, by so posting. So why did you get into VTubing? Just because of your face? Uh, no. So, oh gosh. I mean, like, I've wanted to post content for a while now, but, like, one of the things that kind of drove me off of streaming was, honestly, it just felt a little bit too personal sometimes. Mm. Uh, but I was like, wait, this gives me, like, an extra degree of separation that makes it easier for me. Yeah, I kind of feel the same. Because, like, I would have started earlier if I was just going to do, like, I don't care about the quality. I'll have, like, my, my phone and I'll film my face and I'll make this content. But it's like, well, I don't really like how I look and I don't really feel comfortable mm. showing my face and all that. So VTubing has just been, like, the perfect escape for me, but anonymous. Yeah. No, it, I feel like that's a pretty common thing from people I've talked to in the past. It's like that extra degree of just like separation from like you and the audience just mm -hmm. it helps get the uh, creativity flowing, you know? Yeah. Creativity? Just like moving my model? <laughs> <laughs> As a lot yeah. of VTubers tend to start off with. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> That's I've... like the one thing I don't like about the VTuber community is that people just focus on the model, the model, the model. Look how cute I can be. Look how frilly and wiggable I can be. But like, We're... that's not my goal. That's not mm -hmm. the goal what VTubing should be. I feel like it's supposed to be just content creation with a model that hides who you are. Yeah. At least to me. I mean, hey, you're looking at a PNG sitting next to you, kind of slowly vibing on top of this chair. Like, clearly, I agree. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. It doesn't need to be super expensive. Yeah. No, like, I think this model I bought for thirty-five bucks. It's customizable. I can change it. Oh heck yeah! That's super. Yeah. That's super cheap. Wow. That's really good. Yeah. I spent way more on this PNG. <laughs> Oh no, did you? I mean, I have my um, commissioned custom model in the works. And mm. so far I paid 150 for the base model art. And then I paid 700 for the rig. Oh, wow. In US dollars? Yeah. That's actually pretty good price-wise. I know, I, I chose some like beginner <laughs> riggers and artists so the price wouldn't be too expensive, but they have good work. There you That's go. That's why you have to vet your artists and riggers. So you can mm -hmm. have a good model for cheap. Yeah. I mean, I spent uh, a fair amount of time looking for someone to do like a proper PNG tuber thing for me. Uh, mm -hmm. my, my original reference sheet was from a friend of a friend. And then I went and looked for someone to do a PNG thing for me. And she was a little more... She, she, her prices are pretty average for PNG tuber stuff. But she's fast. She did the whole thing in like four or five days. Oh, that is fast. Yeah, like, and and the quality is decent for uh, for how fast and like the price point. So I, I think I think I did pretty well, honestly. See, 
literally everybody, that's how easy it is to start with a PNG or with a model. And there's sirens outside my house, so I apologize if you can hear it. You're good, you're good. Not coming through at all. Awesome. Wait, 880 for a custom live 2D? Mama Heavy, that's awesome. That's super cheap too. What the for hell? For Regan Art? Yeah, 880 is yeah. pretty decent. Yeah, for, for a custom live 2D? But yeah, I mean, 35 for like a pre-done live 2D. Yeah, I mean, that's just someone mass selling something that they made. That's yeah. like, yeah. So that makes sense. Oh, cool. God, yeah, that's the thing. It's like people think it, it has to be super expensive. I even thought it had to be super expensive for a while. Me uh, too. Yeah, I think everybody because does. You see the people like Shy Lily and they're like, I spent oh. $7,000 to get this model. And it's like, at one hand, yeah, that's super impressive. And your model is like one of the top in the entire VTubing industry because of how expressive it is. Mm -hmm. But the model's not what got her fame to begin with. Like she was using a Vroid model for a long time and she was popping off too. Mm -hmm. So when people get the wrong sense of uh, quality model and a high expensive model equals immediate success, which is just not the truth. Yeah. But well... like people don't know that unless they look back at like previous life or previous model but no one yeah. does that no one cares to research and it, ah, it makes me angry yeah everybody only watches the uh, most current thing the uh mm. i think a good example of what really set the precedent for like expensive models was when because project melody hopped onto the scene and that was kind of yes. like the first like big like vtuber shake up here in the west aside from kizuna i but she mm. was like the first English VTuber that a lot of people ran into, and that for me too. And she came onto the scene. Wait, and... <laughs> is this a self-report? <laughs> <laughs> no, no, no. So what what ended up happening is uh, I was I was in the uh, I, I was watching some some YouTubers talk about you know various things, and so when Project Melody did her chatterbait debut and like top chatterbait for like a month uh mm -hmm. it it flooded over into the youtube commentary and people were uh, uh some people were celebrating it some people weren't it was a good time i had my popcorn out uh <laughs> mm -hmm, mm -hmm. but uh you know it's funny that i never heard about project melody until i started working on a ludetuber documentary and oh mama heavy God. recommended them uh so this is definitely telling on what type of content you watch <laughs> <laughs> at the time the content i watched was uh mm, yes yes it was a thing yes 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 i think yeah. i do remember when she started popping off i just never looked into it because i don't know the whole chatterbait thing and then twitter oh, was yeah. like kind of new to me at the same time because hmm. i used to be a tumblr gremlin but then once they like banned a bunch of people and everybody uh, left. I moved with them to Twitter, so I was just minding my own business. Gotcha, gotcha. But interesting, interesting. I did too, Mavernell. It's I okay. I remember her like, debut too. <laughs> yeah, a lot of people were confused and angry about it. Yeah, a lot of people. Oh my god, the cam girls were so mad. You know this. <laughs> yeah, I, I, I was, I was deep into drama YouTube at the time. Uh, it was, it was a phase. I've grown specific drama YouTube. Very, very, like, I, I didn't even watch, like, any niche drama, like, channels. I was just watching, like, the big ones, right? It was just like, I don't know, man. It just came out. While you were watching Project Melody drama, I was watching, what was it, Drama Get In? 
with the beauty guru makeup people? Oh, I know. Oh, God. I only like heard about that a little bit. Gosh. Oh, my God. It was everywhere. I guess that covered up each other's niche content that we were watching at that time. Yeah. No, it, it leaked over into what I was watching, too, but not too much because I just I ended up not watching those videos because I was like, I don't care what beauty creators are doing. I really could not That's give true. a shit. <laughs> I want Wait. I want to see what the weird stuff is going on with. Someone from chat said Charlie introduced me to P Project Melody. Charlie made a video on VTubers. Charlie, go look at that. Yeah, Charlie's made a few videos on VTubers. Really? I like watch his videos daily. How do I not remember that? Uh, I mean, it hasn't been like recent, but it was a while ago. All right, I gotta go look that up because I want to see. <laughs> I want to see what he thinks. Yeah, I. I he VTubers thought... really don't have a good. Um, reputation outside of VTubing. They, yeah, it's really bad. No, he likes him. He, he's he's a VTuber okay, fan. I think uh, he was, I don't know if he ended up doing it, but um, him and Mori Calliope were gonna do a collab, so. That's the that... weirdest duo I've ever heard. What the hell? Because uh, I know <laughs> Calliope watches him, but. <laughs> yeah, yeah, it's because Calliope was like, yeah, was I'm a huge, like, moist critical like fan i don't know what it was gonna be i don't know if it even ever happened honestly i think it i think it ended up not being a thing i don't think it happened i think everybody would like clip that and i'd remember that if that did happen mm -hmm. project melody had a role in one of his songs too i don't what? remember that what is she... this lore how do you know this <laughs> dude legendary Husquin here with the lore Oh man, I, let's I've go. Never. Man, I feel like I'm chronically online and my job is to know about VTubers. How do I not know about this? Man, we gotta get you up the speed. Holy shit. <laughs> <laughs> but uh, we, we talked a bit before stream and you said you don't watch corporate VTubers as much. You tend to watch uh, indie VTubers a lot more than, yeah? Uh, both yes and no so i watch a lot of um not vods but clips just because when you go on youtube youtube and you look up vtuber anything the next time you log into your home page the whole thing will be vtuber clips so mm -hmm. you really don't have any options besides watching them at that point so i've seen <laughs> a lot of nijisan gen um but mainly when i'm actually sitting down to watch a stream i tend to watch this one indie Japanese VTuber named Kamito. And I've been watching him since the start of the pandemic. So <laughs> I'm pretty loyal to my Oshi. And oh, recently, of course, Hollow Tempest has been popping off. So I watch a lot of them. A lot of Shinri. Oh, yeah. oh Shinri's great. I love Shinri. I don't catch many of his streams, but I've seen some, uh, some clips. And yeah, that dude's on the level. He's cool. He's cool. I know you, you, you said... Oh, you only watch the guys, huh? That's not true. I'm gay as <laughs> shit. I watch a lot of girls. <laughs> I just I pull I know, from you've the only guys listed male VTubers. You've only listed male VTubers so far. I don't know. Hey, I like I like Anna. I like Selene. Oh, oh, based. I like a lot of Japanese VTubers. Oh. Yeah. Okay. Well, we're answering a answering a question from King via the YouTube community post I made. Uh, okay. He was asking about VTuber Oshis. Who do you all like and how did you guys discover them? 
So. Mm -hmm. Well, I already said Kamito. He is my Kamioshi. Just yesterday, actually,、um, his merch, the very first set of merch he came out with, arrived at my house after like three months. <laughs> It's here.、Oh. Uh, I started watching him when he was not even a VTuber, he was not even a PNG tuber. He, he just had like his little chibi at the bottom of his screen as just like a watermark, and then everything、oh. else was just like the apex screen. It wasn't, there's no overlay, it was just him talking. And he had like 13k at the time I found him. And then by the time I kind of got too busy to watch him, he ended up with a thousand, a hundred thousand K subscribers.、Wow. And then he like debuted as a VTuber. And now、Dang. he's like hyper popular. Yeah, I know. What the hell? That's awesome.、Uh, that, that's the dream right there. Just. I got a lot of my start in VTubers because of him. Like, I used to be in his chat translating in, to English、oh. all, all, everything he said because he's Japanese and there w a s a lot of international fans at the time.、Mm. So, I got my Japanese practice in for lockdown. I got my interaction with people. I got into the VTubers. That's、um, so cool. <laughs> but then, time zones. Ah, <laughs>、uh, yeah, time zones. Gotta love them. We're dealing with yeah, a little、yeah. bit of that right now. We're at opposite ends of the day. We are. I just woke up. I, I texted this morning. I was like, I am awake. And he's like, Hello, awake. I am dad. And I was so unfazed. I was just like, Hello, dad. <laughs> you just rolled with it. And that is the best. Like, I was like, Okay, either she's going to roll with this or she's going to type, What the fuck? Like when I called her Kekaris. No. <laughs> Stupid things, I just get used to it. You said、uh, you graduated from college, right? Yes. So I graduated last year in March and I majored in Japanese with minors in anthropology and English. So basically, all three of those、uh, have no job opportunities. Yeah. But now I'm in Japan, so I guess there's that. Yeah. How is Japan, by the way? How do you like it? Oh, it's so nice. I mean, Winter just happened, and I'm from Hawaii. We don't have seasons. So, winter was disgusting. It was so <laughs> bad. I was frozen all the time indoors with the AC on. I was cold.、Uh, but now it's spring, so it's getting a little bit warmer. And the sakura just happened. Like the, the、oh. whole cherry blossoms, they only exist for like two weeks and they're gone. Like, there's two trees outside my house, and this whole time I just thought they were like maple leaves or something like that. They're sakura. And、wow. they only appear to be Sakura for two weeks in the whole year. But、yeah. Japan's awesome. I love it. Nice. Except for the time zones. <laughs> yeah, no, for real. That, I, def, I feel like that probably causes some issues for you trying to、uh, collab with people and talk with them. Are you、whatnot. an EST? Is that why? No, I'm a PST. Okay, okay, yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, yeah we're not quite、okay. all the way at opposite ends of the day, but we're pretty close. I know. I think I'm five hours behind Hawaii, which means that I'm eight hours behind you? Question mark?、Uh, you're actually ahead of me. I know. I'm a day ahead, but a couple hours behind, right? Yeah, because it's,、uh, it's 6 22 p.m. for me right now. Yeah, fuck that. <laughs> <I would not. laughs> it's, it's 10 a.m. for me. The only Japan time zone I managed to get is with Licorice. Yeah. I know everybody who's in America 
has a really hard time catching me live and that's mm -hmm. why whenever i make the um videos where i ask for collaborations um like the interviews i i used to do live now i just i can't because it's either way too late in the night for them or mm -hmm. i just come back from work and i don't have time in the day to set up an interview during like a weekday so i just i've given up i've given up on live interviews <laughs> for the <laughs> most part do you just send them questions I then. do. I send them like 10 questions and exact rules for how to respond and how to like set up their OBS. And it's, nice. it's kind of worked, but at the same time, people flourish by having direct contact and live interaction. Mm -hmm. So I can continuously pull better answers from them when I'm live on Discord. Uh, but that's just not an option these days. Yeah, <laughs> no, I yeah, that that must suck. I'm, I'm not gonna lie. That sounds very unfortunate. But you're making it work. The videos have been good. Somehow. <laughs> Thank you. Somehow. Hey. hey. We don't question it. We just roll with the punches. And sometimes the punches uh, land on someone else. And uh, I, I don't know where I was going with that. I lost myself halfway through. I don't I don't know, man. I don't know. I just sometimes I try to make a metaphor and I fail partway through and I just you know what? Maybe it's better if I just we just forget that I tried. Okay, moving on. <laughs> but thank uh, you. Yeah. All right. So we get the fist mama heavy. Calm down there. <laughs> yeah. So we get the where, fist mama the heavy. Fist <laughs> down. Down! <laughs> Bad! <laughs> Alright. So, I wanted to talk to you about some streaming and content creation difficulties since we, we, we we're on the subject anyways. Oh yeah, uh, baby. I got a lot of those. Accidentally doxing yourself? I've never done that before. I can't imagine what that must be like at all. I definitely don't <laughs> have two privated streams from that. <laughs> <laughs> I dox myself every given opportunity, I feel like, without noticing it. You, consistently. Oh. Consistently, every stream I've done, and I don't stream a lot. Like, I recognize that streaming is not my thing. I'm hmm. terrible with streaming. Um, but every time I do, there's some way that my information sneaks up into the OBS screen, and I don't know how to stop doing that. <laughs> so a lot of what I do, I pull up like a, a window, like mm. a Google or something. And I'll be like working on a Google Doc or I'll be looking at different audition forms. And that's at least what I've done previously. And somehow, some way my IP or my exact location pops up on screen. And oh in the moment, God. I don't realize it until yeah. I, I watch back my VOD and I'm like, oh, <laughs> okay. I guess uh. we have to cut this out. Um, and one time, we were watching through my old audition videos for mm. Niji Sanji, because like, I've fully given up on applying. I don't want to apply, so we were watching my old ones. And I completely forgot that I had stated my exact location, <laughs> my, oh my, my state God. in Japan, in oh. one of the videos. And we watched it over twice, and I didn't catch it until the second time. Um, luckily, I don't have like a really strong live audience again time zones. So hmm. there was like maybe three people in chat at the time and I was like, oh Well now there's no VOD for this you get the One-time exclusive offer of watching this stream and no one else gets to see it 
Yeah, I... I... Beware of display capture. I mean, I tried to be beware, but like, do you remember that if you scroll to the bottom of a Google page, there's your exact state and town listed on the bottom? Because I didn't remember that until it happened. I don't remember that either, but I don't have to worry about it because my exact location is not displayed there. It is the false location thrown up by my VPN. <laughs> and I know, but it's like, use a VPN. It's like, ah, I don't want to. It slows my internet. No, that's reasonable. I, uh, I have a very nice VPN that I pay I not pay. a ton, not a ton of money for, but uh, enough to be a obstacle for many people. I don't want to pay. <laughs> no, absolutely reasonable. I mean, hey, live content isn't isn't your thing, really. You're doing just fine with the videos. Like, live content doesn't have to be your thing. That's the beautiful part about VTubing. I know. I mean, I do want to start live streaming a little bit more frequently, just because it's. I find it fun. It's just not my definition of fun for continuously streaming every single day. <laughs> But I just need to be more careful and hopefully don't dox myself as much. But yeah. it tends to be solved pretty quickly. Like, even if I hide a VOD, I'm able to cut that VOD up into highlights. So I'll just cut out the five second part where I dox myself and then we're all good to go. But it's like, I wish I didn't do that every stream, you know? Yeah, no, for sure. I, I had a stream that I was like, oh, I'll just cut it out. Then the then it was too long and I couldn't just cut it out on the YouTube thing and I was like, you know what? No. No, I'm good. We're just privating it. Just scrap it. No, that's such a waste of content. It was like a six hour long stream. Oh god. Do you <laughs> watch back all your VODs like after you finish streaming? Uh almost all of them. Uh, and I don't watch all of them, all the ones I watch back, I don't always watch all the way through, but I would say I probably watch back 60 to 80% of my content. Good, that's good. A lot of people don't, but that's like something you definitely should do in case you dox yourself without realizing it. Um, but yes, that's like rule number one, watch your own content. So that's good. Usually I realize immediately when I dox myself because it's just me saying my name out loud on accident because I'm good on everything else. I've got everything else on lock. Uh, you say your name out loud? That's on, a new one. I, I've accidentally... Because because I have, I have like little bits I do, but I do them in real life too. Uh, oh. As like jokes. Because a, a lot of my humor is stuff that I just do in conversation with people anyways. So I'll do a bit and normally I'll have my name in the bit because I'll be referring to myself in third person as a joke, right? Mm -hmm. And then I'll say my actual name instead of Mavernell. <laughs> oh, and it ruins the whole bit too. It ruins the whole bit. It ruins the stream potentially because now I got to pull down the whole stream for at least a little bit. It's just like, ah. Uh, I feel that. I feel that. Luckily, I've been able to quickly replace my real life name or my previous aliases with licorice like mm -hmm. i feel like most people are able to but at the same time it's like can you imagine just like slipping up and saying your whole name on stream like oh oh that's so yeah. bad yeah i couldn't be me couldn't be me couldn't be <laughs> husquin the uh the key to being able to rewatch your vods is to just keep doing it 
uh dissociate yeah dissociate that's not you on screen that's not your voice <laughs> it makes it much more bearable yeah not everyone's able to do that uh i am not <laughs> able to do that at all so what i ended up doing uh and i feel like this is i i know disassociating worked for you but i haven't i've literally never heard that advice before until until you gave it i was like <laughs> The only advice I've ever heard about this was just keep doing it until you basically just brute your force yourself into not minding. And I mean, that's what that's, I did. That's the most bearable way. Like, just keep doing it and embrace the cringe. Um, maybe it helps if you're non-binary and your voice doesn't match the appearance and gender you feel like you are. So it works for me that way. There you go. being non-binary. <laughs> hey, look at that. Turning... Turning quirks into advantages. Hell yeah, brother. Hell yeah. That's what I do. But for real, if you if you are like upset with your voice, you find it cringe, you have to figure that if you're a viewer and you're watching this person for the first time, they're not gonna be like aware like, wow, this person's voice is so cringe or so bad. They're just gonna be like, that's this person's voice. Mm -hmm. So if you go into it with that mindset, like you're not reflecting on yourself you're coming in as a viewer who has never seen you before it, it's a lot more bearable to just like dissociate yeah i don't know that's my only advice just dissociate that's not you on the screen uh something... yeah well, it pretended someone else exactly exactly yeah there you go uh for other people uh who who that doesn't work for sorry <laughs> uh sorry He's that doesn't work for you uh record yourself for 10 minutes and then the next day listen back to it and then immediately do it again this there's two things that this gets you one improv practice two you have to mm. listen back to your own voice every goddamn day <laughs> so you're two birds with one stub there you go that's how i did it did you find that advice from one of those youtube tutorials because i yes. feel like i heard that exact yes. advice like i've yeah. seen that video <laughs> You probably have seen that video. I I've don't know what video, video it is. I don't know what video it is off the top of my head. It has been so long. I, I it did was it a video like... on a bunch of different advice just in one video. I remember that, yeah. Yeah, I think I watched I mean, it like five good. years ago. It's good, but it's it takes a lot of time <laughs> to do. Yeah. But I agree somewhat. Just like listen to yourself when you're setting up your audio or when you're testing out before you start streaming. Listen to that back and then realize, like, my voice is too high here, or my voice starts, uh, what's it called when your audio peaks? Uh, when your peaks. audio peaks? Mm -hmm. Yeah, just like, I don't know. I keep saying dissociate, but. <laughs> yeah. Just, just, just try and think of it as. Uh, never mind. I don't know what I'm going with this. I agree with you. I agree with you on the majority yeah. of it, but you don't mm -hmm. have to do it every day, is what I'm saying. Oh, no, you don't have to do it every single day. I think the, uh, what, because I, I was still having a hard time with it on when I was trying to do the audio recordings of my now discontinued web novel, right? And I was still having trouble what with that. But more going, lore drop, what is this? Oh, uh, yeah, I have a web novel that I discontinued called World Ship Avalon. It's kind of okay. You can check it out. I'm not, I'm not, I am. Pro I'm probably never going to finish it, so you'll be disappointed. Uh, 
Oh no, the keyboard <laughs> clacking. Oh no, I'm being investigated. Yeah, but uh, it was good practice for me, I think. Uh, I learned a lot about mixing audio and I had to listen back to myself a bunch and get comfortable ah. with like clipping out my voice and even just watching videos on how to like record audio for like books and stuff like, like that. You know, that that gave me a lot of good advice. And it also made me feel more comfortable because it's like, oh, these people have to clip out ums and ahs and like having to clear yeah. their throat and yeah. stuff. Like, okay, so it's not just me, I'm normal. Okay, cool. Yep, that's probably 50% of my editing time just goes into clipping all the times I breathe into the mic. Not really ums, but definitely when I'm breathing. Why are so many bloopers left in? Because I didn't actually listen to it all the way through because I was still uncomfortable with it. So I just looked for the audio spikes of my clicker. <laughs> Literal hell. Yeah. That's... <laughs> you left your bloopers in? Apparently. I, the, I'm i better now. <laughs> we'll put it that okay. way. Okay, that's good, that's good. I'm better See? than that now. We improve. This is important to watch all of your stuff because you'll mm -hmm. catch these things. Mm-hmm. Exactly. Learn from my mistakes. <laughs> but yeah. No, uh... God, Worldship Avalon was such a mess. Yeah. But... I'm gonna watch it It's later. my mess. <laughs> oh, no. <laughs> oh, no. <laughs> oh, no. Who wants to see this? You stalked me. I want to stalk you back. Oh, no. Oh, no. <laughs> Uh, okay, moving and, on. And your in real life video, that too. Oh gosh, yeah, I'll have to actually actively show that to you. That's gonna be. Mm. It, it's a oh, good clip a question. though. There's a question in chat. Oh, what's the question? How do you what? edit down VODs into digestible bits? Mm. Oh, God. That's a hard one. Well, usually it comes with re-watching your entire VOD. So what mm -hmm. I do is I'll be at my desk and I'll be playing Genshin or I'll be doing something while the VOD is playing in the background and I'll be listening, I'll be listening to it. And then when I catch something funny or when I go off on a tangent for a very specific topic, I will go into the, the Twitch editor and highlight or clip it. And then later I will download those clips and then, then from there you can throw it into DaVinci or whatever Sony Vegas thing you have. And then you can make it into a short or a YouTube mm -hmm. video or anything like that. So it's it requires a lot of time off screen. Mad yeah. doesn't use DaVinci though. Yeah. You I use DaVinci? I use Caden Live. It's uh What is that? It's developed by the folks over at KDE who do one of the biggest desktop environments for Linux. It's it's closer to Sony Vegas than it is to DaVinci or Premiere. But it, it's... I've never heard of it. I've never heard of people using a Linux either. Yeah, I'm... Are you on a Linux right now? Yeah. Yeah, I... No! I, I stream... I stream... We have to call it here. I stream a game exclusively on Linux, yeah. Uh, no! 
I'm, I know, I'm cringe. I'm, I'm, the layers of cringe just keep getting excavated and it, it keeps oh, going deeper. No. It doesn't end. It's cringe all the way down. Like, I'm sorry, I'm sorry to have done this to you and baited you into here, into the cringe fest, but we're here now. But yeah, the answer is oh, always rewatch the VOD, yeah. Era. <laughs> okay, well, for people who aren't weirdos, putting into DaVinci is a really good way to edit into a YouTube mm. or a short. Yep. Just don't use Linux. <laughs> <laughs> hey, uh, by the way, DaVinci has a Linux native version, so you can totally use DaVinci on Linux, too. No! It's fine. <laughs> the folks over at DaVinci love Linux, actually. <laughs> a lot of them code DaVinci in Linux, by okay, the way. Okay. Anyways, that's that's my Linux bit. Okay, I'm done now. Uh, I've never seen people use Linux unless they're like in Silicon Valley or they're working in like a company. Pretty much everybody I know uses Windows. Yeah, I used Windows for a long time. I only switched when the Windows 11 announcement happened. I looked at the feature, the features for Windows 11. Mm -hmm. I was like, oh, so I don't get to own my machine anymore if I install this. Bye. Yeah, I'm still Windows 10. I'm never gonna upgrade. Uh, you're gonna have to eventually, but yeah. No. <laughs> I'm skipping right to Windows 12, or I'm gonna go back to um, the HP. What is it? Windows HP 1998 oh. or whatever? I'm going oh. back to that version. Oh my god, all the way back to XP. Exactly, god, that I... one. XP, XP. XP was so good. It was... <sighs> Seven was better, but I spent so much time on XP. My dad still uses XP, so I actually unironically oh. want it. <laughs> oh no, like it. he should not be using that. That, oh no. So much stuff just doesn't work on XP. I know. He's an audio engineer too, so like, he needs what? things to work. <laughs> what? He's an audio engineer and he's still using XP? How is anything functioning? It's called a boomer. Oh, oh my God! It's all right. He's Dad. existing somehow. I, uh, you know what? Whatever, whatever works for him. I'm not gonna question it. Ah, uh, but yeah. I mean, my video clipping process is pretty this much the same though. I watch stuff back at two times speed. If I hear something funny, I snip it out, and we're good to go. I do have to download everything though, because I'm not watching it back on YouTube. Yeah. <laughs> I got to download I it anyways. I get to record while I stream too. Because I know it's supposed to be better quality and it saves you if you skip frames on Twitch. But I just, I don't care. My computer yeah. can probably not run both things at once. <laughs> anyway. I, I could. But I can't be bothered. And like, I know yeah. that the YouTube download is in 720p and it's not 1080p. But 90% of what I make is just gets turned into shorts anyways. And nobody cares in the shorts algorithm. Nobody cares. It all, I, I have to zoom into it anyways. And at that point, it doesn't matter. But yeah. That's your question. I hope it did. <laughs> There's yeah. really no other like shortcut to do it other than you have to watch your stuff back. Or you have a very nice chatter watching live that will clip for you while you're live um but that's very rarely the case for beginners mm -hmm. so it's it's all manual pretty much yeah if if you want clips of your stuff you gotta be and you're just starting out you have to be ready to put in the work mm -hmm. uh, i would argue that it's probably easier 
to just make original content instead in some ways. Or it's less... Maybe not easier. No, easier is the wrong word. Uh, they, it takes the same amount of time regardless of what you do. Because if you're making pre-recorded content, you're taking hours or days beforehand. Mm -hmm. Scripting, editing, getting all the B-reel yeah. and all that. So it True. takes the same amount of time pretty much. It's just with live streaming, you can hit two different audiences at once. You yeah. can grow on two different platforms. Mm -hmm. But again, it's how comfortable you are with listening to the cringe or the silence for 10 minutes at a time before you figure out <laughs> what's a good clip or not yeah no for sure now you also get to realize that your stream of conscience conscious like self is completely unhinged <laughs> for real it's for real <laughs> the things the i've things said I on say. stream that i'm like <laughs> wait I just said this yesterday. I don't remember saying this. What the fuck just came out of my mouth? Yeah, sometimes it'll even be like two hours after stream and I'm listening back. It's like, did I say this? Oh, I never listen back same day. Always next day. I do. Or like days later. Uh, I fall asleep to my own VODs sometimes. Damn. Is this narcissism? Is, is this narcissism? The like man pointing at the butterfly meme? Oh man. Yes. Because oh. sometimes like I need white noise when I go to sleep. And mm. usually that comes in the form of video essays because they're like 30 minutes long. So I don't have to worry about changing videos. Mm. Um, and I usually listen to only people that I know their voice of. So a lot of the creators I listen to when I'm awake. And somehow, I have just sort of fit myself into that category, so I watch my own VODs. There you go. It, it works somehow. Maybe that helps desensitize yourself to your voice, too. Uh, speaking, Be a narcissist. Yeah, speaking yes. of narcissism, I've uh, looped around from thinking my voice is cringe to actually kind of liking it. Hog, there you go. Yeah, it's I don't I don't know if I've looped around to being a narcissist or if this is just what happens after time, but yeah. I mean you do have a good voice. Oh I like it. Shucks, thank you. I mean people have said they like my voice, but I don't care for yeah. it particularly. But it, as long as I know it's not annoying to people, then it works for me. No, your voice is excellent. Quite quite <laughs> excellent. Let's go. You've got like Sassy secretary vibes. Could you have said anything else? <laughs> <laughs> sorry. Thank you, I'm a secretary now. No, sorry. The The reason why I say that is because you sound almost exactly like someone I knew who was a secretary. And holy moly, every time I talk to her, nonstop sass. Good, and good fun, right? Like, good-natured, but, uh, yeah. Yeah, 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 yeah. I sound somewhat average, but clear, perhaps feminine. I don't think that's any better than a secretary. <laughs> Core but <tribe>. thank you. <laughs> it it uh. was definitely an attempt to be a compliment, and I'll take it. Thank you. Yeah, that's the other thing. Part of why I've become to like my voice is that people actively compliment it on stream. 
now and again it's like oh you have a nice voice and it's like oh thank you and it, I, it's sort of gat i've sort of gaslit myself into liking my own voice partially because of that yeah i mean you don't have to have an, a really amazing vox akuma or hex haywire style voice oh, yeah <laughs> if you can handle God. it do it but like i probably could never pull off like an enna or a very high cutesy lowly voice either like that's just not something i would attempt to do even though i like voice acting i just i can't maintain that at all yeah like i can i can do like a vox akuma or hex haywire for like a do little it. bit do it <laughs> do it this is for views do it what you mean like this sorry one more <clears throat> it takes a little <laughs> bit it takes a little bit you mean like this? Oh, ah, I can't do it today. What the <laughs> hell? I bet I. So it's easier for me to do in the morning. Oh yeah, everybody. But uh, I mean, when you heard me this morning, I was, I had just rolled out of bed, so my voice is a little bit husky. But I, I don't know. I don't know if I could do a low voice either. But the 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 thing is, you have to like eat your mic if you're going to go with that voice. <laughs> Yeah, you gotta be right up close to it like this. Right there, right there. Straight up next to your mic with a deep growl. Get a little bit of vocal fry in there. Really Wait, just get into it. you sound like cryotic. <laughs> you sound like cry. Wait, who? That old VTuber, or no, not VTuber, YouTuber from a long time ago. He was in the rise with like PewDiePie and Markiplier. Cryotic. Oh! He got canceled for shit. Like, he got canceled. Like, he's really yeah. a bad person. But I you sound exactly him. like him when you do that. I didn't. I. I'm gonna. Not gonna lie. I forgot about him because I only knew about him from the drama. Yeah. 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 The chain smoker waking up in the morning voice. Let's go, Pog. Uh, I don't know if I can do a voice. I'm bad at voices. Yeah, that's actually a skill I'm pretty proud of. Is uh, I can flex my voice pretty well from uh, the years of being a game master, so. You I'm play D&D? Pretty... Yeah. Well, I don't play D&D. I play tabletop RPGs that are mm -hmm. around D&D. <laughs> no, yeah, I... I, I know, I know. My sister's yeah. like super huge into tabletop stuff. Heck yeah, let's go. Yeah, mostly Pathfinder over here, but I, uh, ah. I wanna play more Call of Cthulhu. Such a good system. I think I've heard about that one. There's a game that one of my friends were playing, Vampire Masquerade. Ah, uh, you yeah. have to be like a really bad person. Y yeah, no, like nobody is a good person in that game. Yeah, because <laughs> like you're you're either playing like a vampire or a werewolf or some other monster that literally murders humans all the time. Yeah my type of game Heck no that yeah. was definitely like college party you're drunk and you're playing it type of vibes oh heck yeah no oh gosh i miss being in a college town and playing D, &D with that's that's when i first ran my first D, D game and it was actually D, &D 3.5 i ran wow. when i was living in a college town this was after i, I dropped out of college Hey, you weren't even a student, you were just there? Yeah, I, uh, I, I was a student for a year and then I didn't, I had reasons as to why I was not going to go back home. So I stayed in town and just mm. picked up jobs and just hung out for a couple years. 
That's awesome. I didn't do like tabletop stuff when I was in college, but I had a friend who was super into LARPing. Like he oh. would drive down to the local LARP place like every month or so and he'd go in full costume. And he found a... What is it called? Hema. Where it's like European broadsword club. And mm -hmm. so I went with him and I started learning how to fight with a European broadsword. Yo, let's go. <laughs> hey, if you can fight with a broadsword, you can fight with a katana. Pretty much. I mean, I joined the Kudo club, which is like Japanese archery. So mm -hmm. I like actively do that now. Oh, but wow. There is a kendo club that I'm thinking about joining because like I have the equipment for it. Oh, there's the train. But I just don't have time with all the stuff. But like no for real this is this is the quintessential while you play D, &D i studied the blade like i <laughs> i have actually studied the blade oh my god 10 out of 10. yeah there's a <laughs> there's a commune down south of me that's huge into the larping stuff but they they're weird uh there's there's a it, I don't talk to them anymore because there was it was drama this drama this and mm. it was just oh uh, I mean it, it's one of those free love things where everybody's sleeping with everybody uh oh. you know out out in the middle of nowhere you know living off their own food and stuff oh. and also larping so that's weird <laughs> that's odd yeah I I mean it's we I live in a very liberal area and some people are a little extra Too liberal, liberal. <laughs> yeah got it <laughs> so yeah no definitely a wait. lot of interesting folks are you in california wait is this too is this too much information no i've, I've stated which state i live in uh i'm in western washington oh that's right i think i talked to you about this well i went to college in california and there was there was like a ton of larping places up and down like norcal south cal so I was wondering if that was like one of them, but I guess different no. state, maybe not. No, definitely not. This is this is this commune exists in Washington. I, it did exist uh. in Washington. I, given the state they were in when I last talked to them, it might not be there anymore. <laughs> they were. That's very fair. Very fair. I think yeah. lockdown and COVID kind of just like broke up all the LARPing spots anyway. Oh yeah. COVID killed a lot of stuff, including my love of working in restaurants. Oh, but yeah. We took LARPing into the VTube sphere, so all the LARPers just became VTubers. They kind of, honestly. That's exactly what happened, honestly. Like, yeah, just 2020 in VTubing, name, name a more, like, close combo than that. Me Oof. and getting fat. <laughs> oh. Okay, I gained my weight before 2020 hit. Uh, uh. But that was because I switched I switched casinos and restaurants. And all the uh all the old Filipino older Filipino women I worked with were feeding me all the time. And Love I was that. and I was eating duck every day. Oh Ooh. god, I miss that restaurant. Filipino food is so good. This morning yeah, I actually cooked so sinigang. Good. Oh. Oh yeah. <laughs> I love sinigang. It's so good. I That's like yeah. a sour soup. Mhm. Mm mm -hmm. It's very good. I Oh god. We 
speaking of sour soups, we had a hot and sour soup at that restaurant and it was really good. Like, oh, I love it. I love it. I still make it sometimes because I, I, I mean, I have all the recipes because I memorized all of them. So, man, the food at your house must be so fucking fire. You're an actual chef. <laughs> <laughs> Invite me over sometime. I am sick of cooking for myself. I, uh, I start my day with three corn dogs. That's what I love to hear. Give me some. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, no, I, well, so I have issues in the morning being able to keep food down. So mm. I, uh, I either don't eat or it's like corn dogs or like breakfast burritos or some other just like garbage, you know, for whatever reason, Sounds frozen great. food doesn't, doesn't kill me. But when I do cook for myself, it's pretty good usually. I have like this entire 20 different sauces. Time, the entire time I've been in Japan, I have made soup for dinner hmm. or some variation of rice and that's it. Just soup and rice. I, soup I and mean, fried rice. yeah, I, I, I hate to break it to you, but most of what I eat is rice with sauteed veggies and meat because <laughs> it's easy. That I know how to prepare it like I do. I can prepare it like a couple hundred different ways just with what I have on hand so you are making me hungry oh <laughs> uh, I I don't apologize now I want a don't corn dog but they don't exist in Japan yeah there, dude there's so many things in Japan that just don't exist or they do exist but in very strange or neutered forms they don't, they don't exist they just straight up don't exist I have the things you would expect in a supermarket in like America, when you go to Japan supermarket, there's like half, half the selection of anything. You get the basics, you get your dairy and you get your um, bread and all that. But like cereal, I have not been able to find a store that sells cereal. Huh. Cereal of all things. I can't find it. That's fair. I mean, I don't eat cereal anyway, so I wouldn't even miss it, but, huh, interesting. Well, I wanted to make Rice Krispie treats from my uh, uh... high school, but I just, I couldn't, so I guess I'll fuck myself then, I don't know, I don't know. Yeah, I, yeah, I guess, yeah, get fucked, I guess, I don't know. No Rice Krispies <laughs> for Rice Krispie treats? Truly tragic. It's just marshmallows. Yeah, that's not the worst. Okay, actually, I don't like eating just straight marshmallows, come to think of it. I had a whole snack rating stream where I condemned marshmallows, so I shouldn't say I like marshmallows. Do you like the Lucky Charms marshmallows? Lucky Charms marshmallows are pretty good, but again, they're it's still marshmallows, good. so they like dry out my mouth and then give me a headache. Wait, you rated gummies as an F? Yes. We have to... Okay, stream canceled. We're going. Why not say you rated gummies as an F? I can't talk to you anymore. Uh, so okay, no, no, no. Political. There's a reason. There's a reason. There's a reason. Okay, I have a valid reason. Okay. Okay, what? Gummies give me a headache. How the fuck do gummies give you a headache? I don't know why. I do not understand the mechanics behind it. All I know is if I eat like you know 10, 12 gummies, I start getting a headache. This is racism against gummies. The only, the only exception to this is Swedish fish. How? What? I, I don't. What? Don't ask me why. 
I don't know why. <laughs> All I know is that it's a thing. Okay, like I'm not I'm not trying to be like racist against gummies or whatever the hell, right? Like I just look no. I'm built different, not better. <laughs> okay, get a better jaw for real. Oh. As the chef, you should be able to eat everything and enjoy it. That's what I, chefs do. That's your job. I I I can eat almost everything and enjoy it. It's just and, and like, to be fair, oh, I like gummies. the taste of gummies. I just, they give me a headache if I eat more than a few of them. Like they're, like, I have literally vitamin gummies next to me. Like I do eat gummies on the daily because it's better than having the pills that make me actually puke. Um. <laughs> you can't tell, but I am like bombastic side-eyeing you right now. My model has <laughs> eyes closed, but I'm side-eyeing you. <laughs> <laughs> what is wrong with this man? <laughs> What is going on here? Oh. Had no e rank because it's untraditional. Yeah. You deserve Screw e rank. E. <laughs> e. God. Oh, man. Woo. Okay. I have to watch that stream too, then, just so I can comment on how shit your takes are. Oof. Yeah. The, good luck with that. I think it was four Back and a half hours. Close. I'll watch it. That was actually painful, like how long that was. I was exhausted. Like... Rank Did you, like, eat them at the same time you were ranking them? Oh god, no. That would have cost money. Oh. Okay. <laughs> so you're doing it off of just the idea of it? That's not... That's not a factual opinion. You have to redo it. You have Look. to redo the exact four hours, but you're eating it this time. No, that would probably be like content. an eight hour stream. That would probably cost me like $500. Where am I going to put all those snacks? Like, what the fuck? No. He gets it. He, they get it. They get it. You're stereotyping. You, you cannot turn my this chat is, against me. They're already sweet, against me all the time. This is right here. <laughs> I'm being attacked no. on all sides. <laughs> what is this? With your fucking Linux computer. Hi, okay. Look, it's not just Good. one. I have three. Good. You have to put him in his place. What the fuck was that stream? That was worthless content if you didn't try it. <laughs> worthless content? No! <laughs> I'm sorry. <laughs> I'm sorry. I'm sorry. <laughs> My name. Licorice Panache, and I come on other people's stream and call their content worthless. You have to, you have to eat, eat it for science. You have to, you, you can't just have like uh, okay, a control okay. without if having it, a test. If it makes you feel any better, I only rated things that I have personally eaten before. Mm-mm. Still not enough. I mean, Still if not <laughs> licorice has taken over the channel. <laughs> good, good, as it should be. I mean, I I'll did do, rate I'll black liter licorice stream. S. So, black licorice S Frank snack. I will That's take. Good. Good. Wait, That's you, a good taste. Wait, you like black licorice too? Fuck no, I don't like licorice. What? What? I don't like licorice, no. What? You don't like- I like those red Twizzlers, though. Those are good. You like Twizzlers? Oh, no. 
What is non-black licorice? You don't- you like Twizzlers? You unironic- I like Twizzlers! Ew! No! <laughs> Ew! Good. It's perfect because you buy it at like the- the movie theater and you go in you're eating your Twizzlers and you can like put it in your drink cup and you can suck out the drink too! At least red vines! At le Twizzlers aren't even licorice! Vines. <laughs> oh my god. This is what I'm talking about! That's red vines, yes! Okay, red vines are fine, but Twizzlers! Twizzlers? Yeah, Twizzlers. the same thing! No, they're not. Twizzlers Twizzlers isn't licorice. Like, actually. Like like there there are no ingredients in that that is like actual licorice. They like, sell at the movie theaters bomb. I love that. I don't know if it's Twizzlers or Red Vines, but they're, it's good. It's it's usually Twizzlers, and I okay. I, I guess I'm not. I like that one. Oh no. Ugh. We have gone so far away from originally. Yeah, we we we've completely gone on a tangent. Let's bring ourselves <laughs> back a little bit from our quite frankly horrific takes on snacks. Uh, yeah, yours. <laughs> look who's talking. Alright, so... Ooh, this is a good question. Okay. So the, uh, this is mostly aimed at me, but I'm also bringing it up because you actually asked this question in a Discord we're both in. But, okay. male VTuber debuff. Thoughts? Oh. I have very, very statement about that okay oh for, for people who don't know sorry before okay, before you go ahead. in for people who don't know there is a thing in vtubing circles where uh, male vtubers believe that they are at a disadvantage to female vtubers because female vtubers are cuter they, they and they just like generally get more viewers than male vtubers on the average mm -hmm. all right now continue okay I have the most hot take of this that I've seen, especially on Twitter, where that rhetoric is spread a lot by a bunch of different people that male VTubers have it harder, they're not growing enough, people don't want to watch them, they're not in the market and all that. I don't think that's the case. I don't think that's true. At least post Luxium. Before Luxium, that probably held more truth because there was no corpo male VTubers that really hit it big in the Western market. But now we have Niji Sanji with Luxium popping off. They are all at 1 million. And it's not just the deep voice sexy dudes that play into boyfriend experience. We have like Shu and Ike who are very like separated from what Vox does. Mm -hmm. Mista too. Like they're. You don't have to be a Ludtuber, you don't have to be parasocial to be a male VTuber and popular. Mm -hmm. And then we have like Shoto, we have Sens, we have... Uh, I can't lift them off the top of my head, but Kenji. And like, there's so many indies as well that are popping off as males who aren't catering to a parasocial audience. So what's happened in the 2022, I guess 2022, is male VTubers had it rough. That was factually more true. But as we're heading into 2023 and in the future, I don't think 
you can continuously make that statement in good conscience without taking in the other factors of if you're a male VTuber, why aren't you growing? And it's not gendered. The reason you're not growing is not a gendered issue. <laughs> okay. Do you want to cut in or should I like, just like keep going? Oh, uh, so I have a hotter take. Go. I don't think there was ever a problem. I think the problem pre-Luxium was no one was trying it. Mm -hmm. And then post-Luxium, there's even less excuse because, well, now we have a lot of people who are doing well in the corporosphere, but a bunch of dudes are doing really well outside of that. And outside of VTubing, most successful streamers are dudes. Like exactly, exactly. Like most uh, sorry. Let's broaden it. Most successful content creators are dudes. Um, yes, one hundred percent. Now that being said, that gap is like being closed, especially since most VTubers are women, and a lot of women are more comfortable being VTubers. A lot of currently popular VTubers uh, started off as facecam streamers who have switched over because they're they're just more comfortable with it but i don't think it was ever an issue i i think it i genuinely think it's like mostly just a victim complex and people being uninteresting and not talking to their chats yes so i want to talk about that aspect a little bit so there are certain aspects that you can really narrow down for vtubers in specific of what makes people stay around and what a lot of people tend to do is look at first what their VTuber model looks like. And there's a lot of people that are usually cis males who have said, well, they see my model and they're not interested. And then they click away to, to look at big booba, big, you know, boing boing girl models. But I don't think that's exactly the case because if you know anything about K-pop and how fucking insane girl fans are for their male K-pop idols, that's just, it's factually not true that hot male models don't sell. What I think is happening is that if you're in Vroid or if you're just making your own custom model, but you don't care about aesthetics, as usually a lot of cis males don't, they, they tend to just do hoodies and... Are you looking at K-pop now? I'm absolutely have it up on stream right now. Yeah. <laughs> There's yeah. hoodies, and that's it. A lot of male VTubers, especially in Vroid, just have hoodies, plain hoodies, and maybe one streak of color in their black hair, and that's, like, it. But there's so much you can do to have a masculine and cool-looking model. And just, like, people don't put in the effort, or they don't commission... A really sexy model and that's just one aspect and then the next aspect is like you said interacting with chat and just like talking on stream that's not even a gendered problem either because i have seen many 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 female or non-binary or trans creators who are starting off who just don't know what to say on stream and they'll just quietly play their game and no one's in chat so they have no incentive to talk i feel like mm -hmm. but because there is a more pull towards a cuter model, 
there's more people who come into chat, there's more people who follow mm -hmm. their Twitter. And so they, they kind of get a boost that way. But in the end, it's still the same content, regardless if you are a male or female who doesn't have that much riz, as the kids say. Yeah. <laughs> no mm -hmm. charisma on stream. Mm-hmm. Uh, so, oh, yeah, go, go on. ahead. Sorry. Okay. Um, I lost my train of thought. But there's like a million reasons why you're not popping off. And your gender is really not going to be that big of a factor in, in the entirety. Maybe it's an issue with aesthetics. Maybe it's an issue with how confident you are on stream. Maybe it's the stylish stream. Because if you're only playing video games that everybody else is playing, why would a new viewer want to watch and sit in your stream when they know XQC is playing that game? When they know Ludwig is playing that game? When they know literally any other VTuber that they know would give them a good watching experience is playing that game? Why would they watch yours? That's mm -hmm. my take. No, for sure. That's those are all excellent points. And and like that's the thing is like if you uh, okay, I'm going to cap it off with a little bit of advice cuz this is this oh, is stuff that I did uh as a male VTuber with no viewers and nobody to chat to in chat, right? I just said random shit a lot. Like just and, and even just saying what I'm doing like oh I'm gonna go over here oh I'm gonna look at this oh I'm gonna go look at that oh this is uh this is kind of cool oh my god look at that that's so pretty and just talk about the game that there's literally a piece of media in front of you that you can live review yeah if you want an example of somebody talking to absolutely no one for several hours I have an entire entire like three live streams of me playing str straight to absolutely zero people and me too my first couple streams on genshin nobody was watching i was just saying random shit but the point with that is you're <laughs> making your live stream talking to no one but then you're supposed to download the vod edit it clip it and post it onto TikTok or YouTube Shorts or YouTube. So there's mm -hmm. actual eyes that will continuously uh, cycle in to watch that. Realize, hey, this guy's kind of funny. Let me go check out his live stream. Oh, ooh, I hit my mic. Oh, his live right now. Let's let's watch. Let's say hi. Like the, mm -hmm. the point is to live stream to zero people, turn that content into timeless content on a different platform, and then go back to live streaming. Yeah. But not a lot of people do that. Not a lot of people put in the effort to do that. They see zero followers, zero subscribers, zero live viewers, and they go like, okay, I'm a failure. I can't do live streaming. I'm graduating. And that's that's just not how VTubing and entertainment and competition works. No, for sure. And that's another thing I'll say. Uh, I got I think most of... I mean, most of my regulars are from me playing Hollow Knight which I gained a couple people from that live. But most of my viewers I got from either a video clip or various shorts. Uh, like there you go. that and that was the key. It was like I clipped myself. I made like some okay content. It was amusing. And then people hopped into the streams. They subscribed and then they saw I was live and then they popped in. That's how it'd be. And you just have to keep continuously doing that cycle. 
And if you have even one chatter, if you're able to have a good banter with that one chatter and you're able to clip that and turn that into a short or anything, people will see that and be like, hey, they have good rapport with their, their chatters. They can make jokes and I can be, and this is kind of bad, but I can be sort of parasocial and make a friend with a live streamer. So I'm going to go do that. Like people tend to flock to smaller streamers with lower um, live audience because they're able to have more of a one-to-one -one conversation and more interaction. So that was one thing with Kamito. When I found him, he was at maybe 200 <clears throat> live viewers on every of his streams. And the majority of people talking, there was like 10. 10 people out of the 200 that were talking. And I was one of them. So he would read my comments out loud on stream and he would respond. And I felt more incented to stay in chat and talk. Mm -hmm. So if you're able to push that type of content out, more people will find the incentive to actually want to make a connection with you. As parasocial as that may sound, it works for growing. But once you get too big, and of course you start getting to the Hex Haywire and Box Akuma stuff, then parasociality gets more uh, negative. Yeah. But when you're small, it's okay to make friends with viewers. It's okay to make friends with your commenters, your chatters, people who subscribe to you, people who follow you on Twitter. It's totally okay because you're not making it a job. And before you even get monetized, you're not even making money off of them. So it's it's totally fine to do that. Mm-hmm. No, absolutely. And a lot of my viewers, like we're like, I, I know them. I know some of the things that are going on in their lives, you know, like it's a thing. Like I definitely, there is definitely like, Hey, I'm the streamer. Y'all are here to watch me vibe, but you know, I feel like I've set that boundary pretty well. And that's, that's the other thing is like, you just have to know where to set your boundaries. Right? Exactly. And you get people like Cyanic who like bully you and have the exact same <laughs> opinions as me that can bully you on stream. It works out great. I'm not just here to be a punching bag. Come on. <laughs> oh, okay. Um, sorry. This is this question came from King via community YouTube community post, by the way. Uh, and mm -hmm. he has another question for us. He had three in total, one of, two of which okay. we've answered so far. Uh, the last one he has is there are a good number of VTubers who begin with the intention of joining a big corporation. There are many cons of joining a large corp, such as loss of creative control, congratulations, blah, 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 blah. Uh, leads me to believe that not everyone and their content is cut out to be in a corpo. In each of your opinions, what kind of VTuber content is fitting to join a talent agency versus remaining indie? Oh boy. That's a loaded question. I have That's a loaded question. I have some words for this. Yeah. So recent there is a good example of what does not make good corporate content in the mm -hmm. form of a recently graduated VTuber. Mm-hmm. Uh she was part of Niji Sanji. She primarily did Genshin streams and Zatsu Dance, just chatting streams. Mm -hmm. And she was very edgy, shall we say. She's and very edgy. I I enjoy that sort of humor. I love it. It's great. Uh, I'm I'm down to watch the chaos, but that sort of humor is not advertiser friendly. It's not brand friendly. So stuff like that, where you're edgy, but not like 
Haka from Hollow Tempest Edgy, where you're just kind of a Chunibyo, but where yep. you're actually making like offensive jokes and often either towing or crossing the line. Like that's that's where you start edging into this. Maybe maybe you shouldn't be a corpo VTuber and you should just stay indie. Not everyone gets to be Pipkin Pippa and uh, bully her boss all day. A hundred percent. Especially for Niji Sanji because it's a Japanese corporation. <clears throat> as much as they're pulling into the Western market and trying to use like the Western stylish dreaming, which has gone into like not safe for work territory and making cross jokes, there's still a limit to how Twitter, Twitter and Twitch cringe you are allowed to be on stream. Because a lot of your fan base are anime and VTuber fans, and a lot of them are LGBTQ, and they're a lot more liberal in that sense, more more open-minded, and I don't want to say SJW, but they, they have a little bit more of that mindset compared to people who watch XQC or Aiden Ross or people like that. Like That level of humor is not fit for the right time and place and company. I agree. Yeah. Unless you're Pipkin Pippa. Uh, Pippa gets away with it because she's the leading VTuber for her agency. Uh, exactly. She she built Phase Connect, so she gets to do what she wants uh, within limits. I imagine there are some things she doesn't get to do, but like she she gets to get away with more because she is the biggest fish in her pond. So. Hundred percent. I also think that's why Ren Penrose is allowed to divulge more into the VTuber behind the scenes and audition process thing because she's one of the biggest in Idol Corp too. And they all realize that talking about potential VTubers and auditions gets a lot of views. I mean, that's why I do it. That's why some of the people in my community do it. It, it gets you a lot of fame, like instantly. So it, mm -hmm. it's... You have to remember that the industry, the corpos, are in it for the money. They're they're capitalist entities. So you can sort of get rid of some uh, setbacks of like ethics and morals to get more <laughs> money. But if you are like the Nijisanji graduate that shall not be named, that was intentionally ruining the market. Like she was losing followers losing support and it was not giving her any financial success by doing the things she was doing which was why they axed her on top of whatever they listed in their um official statement but yeah there was a lot of behind the, the scenes stuff too yes uh she was that's the type of content you need to avoid just things that will make the company brand reputation lose ad sponsorships mm -hmm. if any of that goes down because of you you are dispensable, especially Niji Sanji. They get new people like every other week. Like you are not yeah. someone they need in their company. I mean, they did an audition set in January and then did another one in March. Oh yeah, I have like, a lot to say about that too. <laughs> oh, do you do you want to go off? Go for it. I think that people are realizing in 2023 that you do not need to be a corporal VTuber to be a VTuber and to be a successful VTuber. So the bubble is bursting. And if we know anything about the way Niji Sanji handles their talents, aka not, they're not managing their talents very well. They're not giving them 
a lot of financial backing, especially the Korean and Indonesian side, there's yeah. less and less incentive to actually want to join if you are already established creator in the space. Um, that's why they're getting a lot of lesser, I don't want to say lesser, but newer content creators or not even content creators applying. So the people that they're um, accepting into the interview stage, accepting into the final contract signing stage, they are not as successful and probably not going to do the best for the future waves. So their quality is going down in terms of the people applying, which is why I think when they when they finished their audition in January, they had the period where they were interviewing behind the scenes and then they got to the signing portion and either the people who they got to that point didn't like the contract and didn't sign or they realized we didn't shortlist enough people that we want actually in our company. So their numbers were super low. And then that's why this audition is an emergency audition to get more people shortlisted into the company. That's all speculation. I don't know if that's true. I... But from everything that I've seen, it seems to be the case that just nobody who is big, nobody who has 600,000 YouTube subscribers wants to restart to zero and then make mm -hmm. half of that. I came to the same conclusion. And I don't even, they're not even looking for quite that number, but I did some digging to sort of see what the target number for Niji Sanchi seems to be right now. And it yeah. does look like it's between around 40 to 100K, depending on your platform, is, is kind of what you should be targeting mm -hmm. uh, or, or what they're looking to target. Uh, I mean, 40k up, really, because they'll they'll go for for bigger, obviously, if they can snag them. But what they want at least is is experience. So if you are a Twitch partner, that is a very good sign, even if you only have under 10k, because you're able to have 75 and above people watching your stream every stream. Mm -hmm. So that's what they're looking for. Not exactly the bigger number, the better, but mm -hmm. that is always a bonus. Yeah, um, but you're also seeing people who, especially under the the audition tweets, you're getting people with zero followers. They're 17 years old, or they're not even in college yet. They just graduated high school. Like, what experience do you have? What experience do you think you could give to Niji Sanji to make VTubing a better thing? If you are not even a VTuber, you don't know what the hell VTubers do. No, for sure. And I think something we've seen with Hollow Tempest. Uh, because Hollow Life tends to go quality over quantity. That's been their strategy in the yep. VTubing sphere. And if we look at what the people they've pulled, almost all of them for Hollow Stars have been older. Like, yeah. very few of the people in Hollow Stars are very young. I think the youngest is like very early 20s. And yeah, most of them are mid to late twenties or older. Or thirties. Yeah. 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 I think I think Vesper is all, either forty or almost forty. Really? I didn't know that. Yeah. yeah. He feels like a thirty-five year old, but I didn't realize he was almost forty. Uh, based on I've dated him a little bit. Uh, yeah, he's <laughs> he's he's 
I'd say he's at least 35, but I think he's I think he's pretty close to 40. He does have a lot of dad hobbies like biking and fishing, so it makes it checks out. And yes, he's dated him, so. Oh yeah, oh no! <laughs> you, you were having a great time that's making not, out with him behind the dream before no, he debuted. That's huh? not what I meant. That's not what I meant. No. Oh, Congratulations. No, that's not what I meant at all. I meant like I. Can you go I, to his DMs and be like, "We're big fans." <laughs> yeah, let me know? just slide into Noir Vesper's DMs. Oh my God. <laughs> Uh, what else did you mean by dated him? Okay, why why would no, you no, say no, 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 like, like like when like people will say, "Oh, I dated myself" when they when they say like a certain thing. It's like, "Oh, like uh like for instance with Noir Vesper, like he was mentioning, you know, uh freaking uh I I'm, I'm so flustered right now." Uh, <laughs> uh no Stalked him. Okay, you're being parasocial and you stalked him and you uh, find out. Well, how yeah, he was. definitely stalked him and jo definitely just wasn't watching his streams. I don't uh, know how better that is compared to dating him. I would have supported you fully if you were dating him. <laughs> gay Mav, gay Mav, not even a little. <laughs> I, uh, I can comfortably say I am very, very straight. Uh, I, I experimented <laughs> with that. It was like, oh, I'm a little confused about it. Let's figure it out. It's yeah no I'm good. And you yep. chose the sexy vampire. <laughs> <laughs> Matt joked about a Yandere no, arc once. I I agree with like yeah. the only people that I can think of in both Niji Sanji and Hololive that are young like younger than me is Kobo and maybe Hex. Everybody else is like 25 and above, and that should yeah. give you a pretty good estimate to how old you probably should be for applying and it's basically due to experience do you have job experience do you know how to work with customers do you know how to work as a corporate entity do you know how to say yes and only abide by the rules and your boss like they need you to have that experience and as yeah. we know from pomu she worked full-time at a cubicle job like she is the epitome of someone who knows how to say yes boss I'll get right onto this boss. I'll get mm -hmm. that email out for you by today, boss. Like, yep. that's the type of person, as well as being like just a funny entertainer, that they're looking for behind the scenes. Mm -hmm. But I think we also kind of skewed away from the original question. The content in general is now they don't want gamers. Now they don't want Zatsudan streamers. They want something new that the VTube sphere does not do yet. And that could pull from any other entertainment source. It could be uh, skits, like live skits. It could be like Hollywood production singing and stuff. It could be like drama channel type thing. Well, maybe not drama channel, but it could be like a Mr. Beast type thing. Just anything that the VTube sphere and niche has not done yet, Niji Sanji wants. So no, if you're a sure. gamer, if you're a gamer like us, you probably have a less chance doing that now than as you would have two years ago. Uh, yeah, no, I I have zero chance of ever getting into Niji Sanji at this rate. Uh. <laughs> well, I've already been blacklisted. <laughs> oh, yeah. No, I, oh, yeah, after sharing your auditions, you're definitely blacklisted. I'm definitely blacklisted. They yeah. haven't blacklisted my email yet. Uh, but I can expect that for next time, for sure. 
Oh boy, yeah. Yeah. I'm I'm not blacklisted, but I just there's no way. It's not happening. Oh, like I'll 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 audition when I audition, you know, if I audition, you know, if and when. But uh I mean, I'll keep auditioning cuz it's funny, but I'm not yeah. I don't want to get in. Like even if I get into the interview section, like I'll do it, but if I ever get into the contract signing section, that'll be like, "No, thank you. I'm good. Don't want to. Bye." Waste their time. It very thoroughly depends on the contract. If I look at that contract and it looks favorable enough, I might. But yeah. it would, like, I would be reading that, like, oh, heavily. Yeah. yeah. And if it's even slightly unfavorable, I'm just going to be like, no, not worth it. For most yeah. people, it's not going to be worth it. You really have to have full commitment to being essentially a stay at home who doesn't leave the house. Who doesn't have friend interaction outside yeah. who literally doesn't leave their room type of person to do that like i mm -hmm. recognize that if i don't go outside i will become a worse person i will not do chores i will not learn new skills my interacting with people skill will plummet as it did in lockdown like lockdown has gave me a sort of insight to who i would be if I were a full-time content creator that stayed indoors, and I do not want to go back to her. I don't want to go back to her. I, yeah, I stopped functioning as a human being for a little while. Uh, <laughs> Low-key. That, that wasn't entirely just because of lockdown. There was a lot of th things going on, but uh, I, I actually it was kind of entirely because of lockdown, but not in the way it happens with most people, because I was only locked down for like, a month and a half and then mm. then the casino opened back up oh and i God, was called God. back into work yeah I yikes i think yeah. i was locked down for a good half a year at the most um but then i was still in college so i was back at home doing online classes for a year and a half so i i i can't drive and i don't have friends that i actively hang out with in my hometown so I was literally for a year and a half in my house. That's it. <laughs> so that that gave me a sneak peek of why I probably shouldn't uh, do anything. <laughs> Stay at home. Yeah, no, for sure. Like I've I've got my outside sources of socialization if I need it. Uh, and I definitely leaned on those pretty heavily at times mm -hmm. when I was not working a regular job and was just like doing uber eats trying to figure some stuff out but yeah yeah no yeah. there's definitely you definitely got to have a way to manage it and the i feel like there are some niji sanji members who manage that but there's oh, a lot going through it there's a lot of them who just lock themselves in their room and don't leave and you can tell you can tell yeah and some of them make it a joke. Like, we know Kotaka doesn't clean her room and she didn't have a fridge until recently. Oh There's Darla, who essentially exists off of Red Bull. Like, if you're able to cope and you're not sacrificing your health and stuff for it, I guess it's fine. But for the long term, that will really, really come back to bite you. Mm -hmm. <laughs> Especially in the type of streamer job that you're in. Because five years is a long time but also the limit for being a relevant content creator is essentially five to seven years like after that 
if you want to go and do something else, you've wasted seven years of your life not gaining experience, not networking with people in other fields, not talking to friends and things like that. It's hard. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And also thank you, chat, for saying that I have gotten better. I also hope that I've gotten better because I have a full-time job that involves talking to people in a different language. <laughs> yeah, yep. no, for sure. <sighs> yeah. Going out and socializing is important, people. Go touch grass uh, now exactly. and again. At least once a week. Minimum once a week. Touch grass. I have grass right outside. Never touch it. Walk right past it. Don't be like me. I keep buying flowers and then I forget to water them every day. So they're kind of oh, dying. Oh, <laughs> no. I want to try growing peppers at some point. I keep forgetting to. Uh, Lion, I am sort of half of a how-to VTuber and how and just like a commentary VTuber in general about the VTuber community. So I guess I make a lot of like interview-based content around what other people think of the VTuber community as well as myself. Usually the how-to VTuber stuff gets more views in the short term, but that's not like the content I wanna focus on. So if you're looking for that, I highly recommend you check out Rayless and VTuber Senpai and Sapphire. Yeah. There's my plugs. <laughs> Rayless and VTuber Senpai are great if you want to learn not just about VTubing, but content creation in general. There's good advice to be had there. I also am going to plug Devin Nash if you want to know more about marketing and content creation in general. Oh, in general. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I highly He's... recommend look at people outside of the VTuber community for anything about content creation. Mm -hmm. Devin Nash in particular is an excellent resource because he... He, he runs an agency that manages content creators like yeah he he knows what he's talking about so like he's genuinely like he's pretty good yeah and yeah, interesting yeah. to listen to no yeah, pads his favorite thing that i watch are outside the vtuber sphere and mm -hmm. actually <laughs> i don't know if i am allowed to say this without getting beat up but a lot of the advice I see inside the VTuber sphere is actively damaging. Oh yeah. No, <laughs> it it's is so... actively ruining your chances. Oh my god, there's so much bad advice. Yeah. That VTubers give. I okay. Can we talk about the VTuber support chain threads on fucking Twitter real quick? <laughs> Let's go for it. Can, can we talk about how garbage those are? Hey, oh, okay, so VTubers don't, aren't the only ones who do this, by the way. No, uh, no, no. It, it's It's small streamers in general. I saw the, this set me off the other day because I saw one for kick streamers. It's spreading. No. <laughs> it's worse. It's getting worse. Uh, but yeah it's just like so there's this thing that small streamers do where they'll be like oh no uh kick streamer twitch streamer or vtuber or whatever the hell right should be under should should not be like affiliate or whatever the hell right and or have less than x amount of followers and they'll be like uh comment like retweet you know and stuff like that and it's just like nobody it's useless you're just gonna it's gain a useless. bunch of other people who are trying to make it who aren't gonna watch your content 
it's actually a waste of your time. The it's moment... 100% a waste. Yeah, the moment you see one of those, you should just mute the person who did it. I block. I straight up block them. I have blocked so many people who post that. <laughs> yeah, I tend to so, avoid using the block button. I just mute most of the time. No, I, I, I'm so over it, especially with Twitter crashing and everything. They're not going to see me anyway. <laughs> but there's, I, there's some sort of ideal that sucks you in as a new content creator, as a new VTuber. Because like the first thing you do is you go on Twitter and you check out other VTubers to see what they're doing on Twitter. And if everybody is doing the VTuber support chains, you also mm. feel the need to do a VTuber support chain. Like when oh, I yeah. first started, I made one and it got zero traction. So I don't really call it. I, I don't oh. I don't care. That I, was like I deleted that immediately after anyway. But you're getting a bunch of people who have zero viewers or maybe one to five viewers. And they're posting their PNGs and they're spamming and they're like, hey, I want to interact with you because you have a hundred more viewers than I do. I want mm -hmm. to rub off some of your viewers. Mm -hmm. But what you're doing is you're getting people that are VTubers watching you and they'll be like, oh, well, I can just do the same thing. And then they expect that you who followed them from the VTuber support chain will then go and watch them. But you're not making... A community of people who aren't VTubers. You're just mm -hmm. making friends with other VTubers who will politely go and say, hi, 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 how's it going? You're so cool. And then they'll leave their stream. Yeah. Or they'll not even go see your stream. Mm-hmm. No, I've, uh, I've, I haven't started one of them, but I have participated in one or two. I think two. I've participated in a few, but I've never done to the point where I have mass followed everybody in that chain. But I know a lot of people do. But you're yeah. just... You're doing nothing. You're doing nothing. Not even mm. to them. You're just making their follower count on Twitter go up. But as a VTuber, your main platforms aren't Twitter. Yeah. Tw Twitter is like a notification center. That's that's what that is. And honestly, <laughs> I barely, I, I'm so bad at even using it for that because I, I'm very aware that just not enough people follow me on Twitter. If anything, I mostly just use it to vent random shit. Like, oh no, I broke my entire computer operating system again because I'm being an idiot and trying to do things that it's not meant to do. Yay! Uh <laughs> yeah. yeah, I mean, a lot of people use it as just like a daily vlog type of thing, and that's fine. You don't always have to just only post when you're going live or when you post content. Um, but a lot of people also make it like a whole grind set thing where you have to oh God. reply to 30 people every single day to get your name out there. Or you have to uh, post memes every single day to get people to like and follow you in the algorithm. Okay. Like you don't need to do that on Twitter. Yeah. And also I agree with Pudis. The only reason that your computer's fucking up because you use Linux. Uh, not necessarily, but, uh, for the for some of the things I'm trying to do, yes. <laughs> I was but right. I refuse to go back. <laughs> I, I I can't go back. I'm I can't be saved. I'm uh, I'm beyond redemption. Nah, it's all good. I'm I'm used to it. I I regularly get shit for being a Linux user, and it's like, well, yep. I'm aware. I, I'm I'm aware that I am I am a lesser individual for this. I am I am beyond you know. redemption. Yep. Mm-hmm. Yep. It's okay. <laughs> 
sub literally subhuman. Okay. Yeah. But just in general, don't bother with Twitter if you're going to start content creation because the main focus should be your content and creating it. And mm -hmm. Twitter, I never would consider as a tool for content creation. Like you're not creating content on Twitter. Yeah. That's Twi just, that's just how it is. At best, Twitter is a funnel to your other platforms. At best. At best. And honestly, yeah, yeah. it's especially not even that good. Down. Yeah, especially Twitter has just been getting worse and worse. I I was like hoping that something might go to the Elon acquisition. Oh like, no, something I didn't good might happen. Yeah, I I mean I I had a feeling that it wasn't gonna go well, but I was also like, eh, maybe. You know, we'll see how it pans out. I'm just not gonna like I don't I just didn't care either way because it's I don't know. I was just yeah. not that invested. So, yeah. Speaking of grind set, by the way, and the I, I didn't know that people did that where they were like, they have, oh, you gotta reply to like thirty people or whatever until you've oh, talked yeah, you've talked about it before. Yeah. What the hell? Like yeah, what? what the hell exactly? Like I know, like I I'm, I didn't do it this week, but I'm trying to post like a video or short like some sort of video every single day and then like stream oh. a certain amount of times a week but like i'm not if i can't manage it i can't manage it right like mm -hmm. so i don't try and like i'm not trying to like grind it out it's just like this is what i can manage to do so with the time i have so like hearing that it's like oh you gotta post like two tech talks a day you gotta like reply to 30 people this and that it's like what are, yeah. are you all okay? First of all, posting yeah. two TikToks a day is suboptimal. Uh, honestly, posting one a day is suboptimal. You should be posting one at most every other day. At well, don't use TikTok. Most. Yeah, yeah, or don't use TikTok. But well, if you're making sh if you're making short form vertical videos, you should be posting them on Instagram, TikTok, mm -hmm. Facebook, and YouTube. YouTube. But I only post them on TikTok and YouTube because Instagram doesn't let you schedule posts. Uh, I didn't know that. Yeah, it doesn't. Yeah. Uh, I yeah. I can't keep up. I, I'm, I'm not. I posted Can we what talk I... talk about Grindset? Yeah, Grindset. Fucking Grindset. That is a term that was coined outside of the VTuber sphere for just being a YouTuber. So like pre-recorded content. And you'll see a lot of people who did the grind set every day, which would be people like Logan Paul doing his daily vlog for over mm -hmm. a year. It would be like CoffeeZilla had a period of time where he would make videos every single day. And they're just lower quality. And while it gets you a lot of views and a lot of people following you because they like having uh, new videos from this person every single day, like that's why I'm really drawn to people like um, Moist Critical, Charlie, he posts two videos every single day. And there's also people who are terminally live streaming, terminally online, like Hassan, like he's always reachable. And that's what people like. So when it hits the VTuber sphere, where you are expected to not only be a live streamer, but also a pre-recorded and edited content creator, mm -hmm. there's so many different people who have told um, new creators to 
do this, do this, do this. Spend literally a hundred hours a week making your content for YouTube, for streaming, for TikTok. And it's like, if you're a new content creator, what are you doing? Why would you do that? One, you probably don't have that time because you have a full-time job or a part-time job or school. Mm-hmm. So you don't even have like more than 15 hours a week to do any sort of live streaming or content creation. But also it will deter you from ever starting if that's the expectation going into it. So actually Absolutely. what I've kind of done, <laughs> that's why people do VTweeters are so prevalent VTweeters because they don't have time to make content, but they can open a, a stupid app on their phone and type whatever shit they want. That's easy. So that's why people do it. Mm-hmm. But I've, I've had this video idea for a while now, and that's to act as a grind set VTuber for one week. And I've been putting it off because I don't okay. want to do it. <laughs> but don't. I wanted to do that. I No, okay. I want to do it for the experience and the commentary because I don't think it will do much for my channel at all. Yeah. Because I'm going to post stupid fucking minimal editing shorts, <sighs> no thoughts, um, YouTube videos. I'll stream for maybe one hour and I'll have zero people join in because I'll be playing like a game that everybody plays and like time zones and everything. So it's just, mm. it's not going to pay off. And then I'm going to be fucking tired. I'm going to be exhausted from that experience. And it'll make me want to take a break. And no, that's like for sure. what I want to show the new people coming in to just like not focus on the grind set. And also, Ye- thank you for coming out, Lion. Have a great uh, sleep. And everybody else in chat, I hope it's not too late or early in the morning for you guys. I know the time zones is super fucky. But yeah. thank you all for coming out and listen to us ramble. Yeah, thank you all. And Lion, I know it's very late for you being in Great Britain. You have a good night. I refuse to talk about pasta. <laughs> My yeah. favorite pasta is angel hair, but I don't like meat sauce. I only like tomato sauce. There's my hot take. And also lasagna sucks. The worst Italian food. Lasagna is very heavy. If you don't like heavy foods, lasagna is not going to be for you. I'm a spaghetti and meat sauce kind of guy <laughs> with heaps of Parmesan. Parmesan's good. I like the, what's the, the cheese that's super creamy? Like, is it ricotta or mozzarella? Uh, mozzarella. Laughs. Fucking mozzarella good. is really good. Ricotta is also really good. Honestly, uh, ricotta, mozzarella, and like a sharp cheddar blend is very good. And if you're feeling spicy, a little bit of blue cheese on top afterwards. Oh, the blue cheese is going too far. I mean, <laughs> I I like a little bit of blue cheese as an accent to like mac and cheese. Okay, maybe, 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 maybe. It just like, I'm talking like a little sprinkle on little top. A little bit, yeah yeah yeah, 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 yeah. I eat mac and cheese with ketchup. I'm sorry, what did you just say to me? <laughs> I eat mac and cheese with ketchup, and what's even worse is I eat steak with ketchup too. Oh. I haven't <laughs> touched ketchup in literally years. I love ketchup. I put ketchup on everything. I put ketchup on rice. Oh my god. Okay, that's not <laughs> true. I have touched ketchup w- one time, and the only reason I did is because I was making barbecue sauce. So I didn't actually, like, eat the ketchup. I, like, put ketchup and molasses and some other stuff into mm-hmm. a pot and made barbecue sauce. <laughs> oh. There's just something so good about ketchup. 
but it makes me mm, 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 salivate. I love ketchup. Anytime I would use ketchup, I just use sriracha instead. Oh no, I can't do spice. That's where uh, I get to say I'm white. I can't eat spice and I love ketchup. I've got like- That's my white side. I've got three different ghost pepper based sauces in my house right now. Holy shit. Yeah. They're, they're not never. that spicy though. They're not actually ghost pepper spicy. They just use ghost peppers in them. Uh, so it's pretty good. Uh, I did want to comment on the grind set thing for a bit. Yeah, I'm sorry. Wait. I just, I noticed line was leaving. So I wanted to answer the question. We can go yeah. back to the grind set. Yeah. So I am low key, like kind of on a grind set with the video thing. And it is extremely difficult to keep even with like the relatively low quality shorts and like gaming compilation stuff and very short reviews that I'm just now starting to do. Mm -hmm. I am probably between live streaming, watching my VODs back, editing, scripting, doing an additional like 25 to 30 hours a week of work oh God. Oh God. on top of a 30 to 40 hour a week job. Yeah. Now, I have That's the stamina hard. for that and mental fortitude because I've done worse. And this is easy compared to what I have done before. But it's not easy. And that's it, it like don't don't do that to yourself. Please, from the bottom of my heart, I'm telling you. One short, one video a week and then whatever live streams you want to do that you can manage time for. That is what you should be doing, probably. What did you do that was worse than that? Working 80 hours a week? A restaurant. Oh, does that count? Yeah. Wait, how many hours is a restaurant? Like working in a restaurant? I mean, yeah. I, I've, I've worked many, like, I think my, most of the time I spent working in restaurants, my short weeks were 48 hours. Ew. And yeah. you're standing, right? That's all standing work? Yes. Ay, no. Nope, standing, can't do that. cutting, chopping, over a walk, grill, what have you. Like, and, oh, and let me tell you, walk cooking is horrible, especially if you're tall like me. I'm over six foot. And you're crouched over that fucking walk. Mm -mm. Oh god. Yeah. Oh, and you're like shaking it up and down with all the stuff inside it. Yep. Uh, oh god. And, and I was typically on larger walks whenever there was an opportunity because I was the young guy. Oh I god. Had, I hadn't destroyed my wrists and elbows yet. Well, now you have. No. Okay. So now <laughs> I want to ask you. I want to ask you about how how are you feeling like every single day after you come back from work and I assume you start working on VTubing stuff, mm -hmm. are you motivated or are you doing this because you expect a certain outcome? Both. Uh, mm. I have I have pretty clear expectations on what I expect from a video, but I also like keep those expectations lower than what I'm likely actually gonna get. So even if like it doesn't do as well, like I have very low metrics, like if a video gets me at least one subscriber, it succeeded. If it didn't get me a subscriber, it better have gotten 500 views. 
Um, that's for shorts specifically. Uh, for anything that's not a short, I expect it to get 10 views max. And oh. no subscribers. Oh. So. And you're doing this, all this work, and there's, I, I don't want to be mean, but that's very little outcome. But you're putting in the, so much work. Is the, that something that you think really people should focus on? I don't think they should. The The reason why I'm doing it is because it lets me practice my video editing. I'm always, so there's, there's a lot of different things that go into this. Like I'm practicing my video editing. I'm analyzing my VODs to try and like get better at doing bits as I'm going through them. Analyze what I did right, what did I do wrong. Sometimes I go through a VOD and I'm like, man, this was a shit stream. I'm going into the VOD and then I get out of the VOD I, after watching it. I'm like, you know what? Actually, that stream wasn't as shit as I thought, but here's what I could have improved. So I'm not just editing content. I'm not just making videos. Uh, the other thing is I'm making a content backlog because oh, that's good. if one if one video pops off like one live stream whatever i need to have a backlog of just fucking popcorn that people can just munch on so i agree i agree i agree but so that's that's my thought process and that said I have been thinking about it and there is a very good chance that come May, after I take a week off for a work trip, I'm going to completely pivot towards a different video launching schedule that will be much fewer videos. Probably only like two or three a week. Two or three a week is still a lot. Oh my gosh. Yeah. But compared uh, to now, I see. Yeah, so for for me, that's not very much. And that would be like one longer form video, uh, five to 10 minutes in length and may, well, maybe five to 20. I'm not gonna limit myself like that. But, and then like two shorts. That, that sounds like what you should be hitting at the very least if you're able to as a new person anyway. Mm -hmm. Like what you're doing right now is very rare that I've ever seen someone start grinding this hard as oh it's insane I don't, know if you're don't new, do it but you've been doing this for a while but it's that's so much effort that's so much work yeah so I think pivoting would be honestly the best thing you could do mm -hmm. and what everybody who is potentially listening to this I agree you should be maybe two shorts a week maybe one long video if you can put in two or three that's even better um but I really really like that you're taking this time to uh get better at making clips making your editing better being mm. more entertaining on stream like that's something that is so so hard to do mm -hmm. to like train yourself to do yeah and if we like throw all the way back to the our male vtubers having a harder time thing that's not a gendered thing again but it's just one of the reasons that a lot of male VTubers find issue with is they're not doing the things that you're doing right now that will potentially make you much, much better as a content creator and get more subscribers. Yeah, and let's be real here. A lot of what I'm doing, it could just not matter and I could just flop anyways. <laughs> like, let's That be... is also very real truth. It's so luck-based. Yeah, there is, there is an element of luck, but consistency matters. 
That's the other thing. If you're going to live stream, try and be consistent with your times. It doesn't have to be every single Thursday, but if it's every single time you stream at like seven o'clock, people will know to check in at seven o'clock. Mm. You should be streaming at the same time every day as much as possible. I have two streaming times, Saturdays, 10 a.m. In the evenings on weekdays, it's at 6 p.m. And uh, I guess Saturday at 6 p.m. now too, occasionally. <laughs> <laughs> the next time you have me on, I don't know. Yeah, maybe. Entirely possible. You have been an excellent <laughs> guest. We're approaching two hours, though, and that's about where I want to keep this sort of uh, thing at because I feel like sure. it makes it a little more digestible, you know? Any longer and we start to enter into people are scared to click on it area, I feel like. <laughs> oh, like, yeah. Oh, definitely. Even two hours is a lot, I think, for most people. So, that said, where can we find you, Licorice? Me? Uh, you can check me out on YouTube at Licorice Banashi. Uh, I'm actually linked right into the title of this video. So if you click that, you'll get taken over to my channel. And it's in the chat. I'm also on Twitter at the same name. Twitch is Licorice Banashi VT. And that's pretty much all I do. I've kind of abandoned my TikTok. <laughs> Reasonable. But I'm mainly a YouTuber, so you are more than welcome to just check me out on YouTube. And it would mean the world if you liked, subscribe, and also like this live stream and subscribe to Mav. He has been oh, a wonderful shucks. host. <laughs> uh, yeah, I've thoroughly enjoyed this. And I hope like this series of podcasts just like continues to get better and you have better guests on. Because I am very not the best person to interview. This is my <laughs> very first uh, collab, honestly. So... That's perfectly all right. This is only my second collab. So we're both new to this. Scuff together. Yeah, united in scuff. No, I'm, uh, I definitely have some more guests planned in the future. I, I need to actually talk to them. <laughs> but yes. I have, I have people I have been looking at, uh, trying to get a better idea for their content before I invite them on because I have a process that might not be efficient. But it's mine and I own it. Stalking someone and dating someone? Oh my god. The stalking? <laughs> the stalking I will admit to. I absolutely do cyber stalk people before I invite them on. A hundred percent. Uh <laughs> and you after too. Hate people before that too. That I'll try not to. Screen. I'll I'll avoid doing that, you know. Don't don't need to have the uh go full parasocial. But with that said, the next guest is Nor Vesper. Give it up for Mav and his oh ex-boyfriend. Could you imagine if oh my god. I would just be the guy who interviewed Vesper once. <laughs> or he interviews you. Because doesn't or, he have an interview thing too? Yeah, he's been doing one with the Tempest boys, indeed. Let's go. All right. Okay, we'll keep talking forever if we keep going. I am gonna cut us Alrighty, off here. Alrighty. It has been wonderful, everyone. Thanks for stopping by. Also, Legendary Husquin, I saw that you subscribed earlier and I didn't say a thing. Thanks for subscribing. And anybody else who subscribed during the stream, if it didn't pop up, I apologize. YouTube is very naughty like that, but thank you. I appreciate it. And all you in the VOD thank too. Thank you so much for coming out and asking questions. Yeah, it's been fantastic. You've been a great audience. Licorice, you have been a fantastic guest. But now we must thank go. You, thank you, thank you. Alrighty. Wherever you are, morning, evening, afternoon, night, whatever time it may be for you, however you're doing, I hope 
Your day is good or getting better. Have a good one. Bye. Big love. Big love. Bye bye.